Today, we'll be talking about the coaching changes, uh, picks for the Super Bowl, and pending free agents. Just to give you a rundown of what we're doing. So, let's start off with these coaching changes. Let's do it. First, we got the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they hired Dennis Allen. Uh, coming off of Sean Payton retiring, uh, the Saints team, they're in a weird situation because of, you know, cap space. Uh, they got some big-name free agents, some important free agents. Uh, Marcus Williams, free safety. Uh, we, Alvin Kamara had an incident in Las Vegas, and you got Michael Thomas, who was injured all year. So um, it's a good signing overall, but I feel like he's in, as a first-year first head coach, he's in a bad situation. All right, so my intake on this situation is they are in – Pretty bad cap space. Last year, we were like, oh, this next offseason, they won't be able to do any of this. But they did. They somehow did. Um, I think they're, they should be in a spot of winning right now, especially winning their conference. There's not much comp, uh, competition. Uh, I think this was the wrong hire, but it's not that bad. I think they should have hired an offensive-minded coach, build around Jameis Winston, go ahead and draft one of those receivers, maybe Garrett Wilson at Ohio State, uh, uh, re-sign your tackles, Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek. But uh, yeah, I gotta say. Moving on to the next head coach in my notes, uh, who's for the Dolphins? The no Jacksonville, Doug Peterson, former Eagles head coach, who went out in sort of a bad way. Uh, that it was a game that could have put them in the playoffs. But uh, he uh, pulled Jalen Hurts at the end of the game, and it wasn't a, a far game. They could have won that game. And people had some things to say, and then the next day he was fired. Um, he hadn't had a job, but today he has a job with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just fired Urban Meyer, who, was, who I thought was going to be a pretty good NFL head coach. But as we saw how the cars played out, that was indeed not the case. Yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about this one. Uh, maybe because we haven't seen him since last year. Uh, they did the same thing with Urban, but it was longer. Uh, Doug Peterson obviously won a Super Bowl against Brady. Nick Foles had one of the best quarterback appearances of all time in the Super Bowl. Uh, I believe like a 92 PFF rating. But, uh, I mean, we're just going to have to wait for this one. We don't really know. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think only time will tell with this one. Same thing with the Urban Meyer hire. Um, time is really what's going to play a factor in this one. But I feel like it's a decent hire just because it's a different, a new start for Trevor Lawrence, which is really what they need. Because the way his career started was not what you want to see at all for for a number one overall pick. Um, most situations, the team, they, dra they get a number one overall pick, um, pick 
then they, you know, build around him, maybe change the coaching staff a little bit. But in this case, it was just, it was un- not ideal, and not an ideal situation for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, um, one last thing to add to this. I don't think it was really much his fault, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's just in a really he bad made, situation. He did make good plays at times. Whenever he had the chance to, even when he didn't, he tried, he did his best. But um, I just feel like this this Jags team as a whole needs a restart. Uh, from since twenty seventeen, it, it's just been bad. Um, they didn't even, they had that one season and it just fell off the face of the earth. But the receivers led the league in drops. You know they have a lot of young talent. You know Lavisca Chenault, um, who I feel like. Uh, is gonna step into a number one receiver role next year. Um, he do, he plays more of a depot role on this team, but I feel like if you put him as your number one receiver, he will put up big numbers for your team. So if you're doing fantasy, you might want to look out for that next year. Uh, moving on to the next the next team who hired Miami Dolphins hiring 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. This is a hire I kind of like, to be honest. He's he one year as the OC in San Francisco. Very creative. A lot of these younger office coordinators, office of minds, are really, really smart. Uh, we saw his creativity using Debo as a running back, using him as a slot, using him as a wideout. Uh, also, time will tell on this one. Uh, I don't think firing Brian Flores was the right move, but... I mean, you gotta hire somebody now. So. Seems like they combated it with a good hire. I feel like I like this hire since you know Tua. He got some backlash these these last two years for uh, the amount of turnovers. But I feel like the first year shouldn't really count because they they put him in and then took him out after like three bad games. And I I think that like low like just hit him in a place where it shouldn't have. I just feel like they shouldn't have did that. They should have let him develop as a quarterback. But this year, kind of the same thing happened. They never took him out, but he got a lot of backlash for some of the turnovers he would commit. But I feel like it's just a it's an offensive mind. Uh, it's gonna help Tua, you know, uh, try and try and move the ball down the field more. Because we saw Jalen Waddle broke a reception record, and when you look at it on like for as a first time, it's like. Oh, he broke a record. That's sick. But Jalen Waddle shouldn't really be breaking the reception record, in my opinion. He should be like breaking more of like rookie receiving receiving yards and other than receptions over 102. Jalen Waddle, I would he. I don't think he uh, participated in the pro day, the 40 at the pro day, nor nor the draft, but the the combine. But I feel like he he runs like somewhere in the 4-3 range. So I feel like you, they should have put him down the field way more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's they don't believe in Tua's arm or previously because apparently they said they didn't believe Brian Flores wanted Tua or didn't believe in him. They wanted Watson. But yeah, We did hear some some rumors just... last year with Tua and, and Deshaun Watson trade packages, but it never happened. Moving on to the next um, head coach, we got the New York Giants hiring Brian DeBall, Bills' offensive coordinator. 
This one, I don't know, honestly. The Giants do this uh, over the last few years a lot more than they have previously. Um, it's not working out, so they got a new head coach. Um, ever since the Bills hired this guy, Josh Allen has played so much better. Uh, we've just seen ridiculous amount of less turnovers, I believe. He had 21 interceptions in two years and uh, 30 touchdowns. And ever since then, he's just been elite. So he took the words right out of my mouth. Um, when when the Bills hired this guy, people were, before Josh Allen played a game in the NFL, people were looking at Josh Allen like, I don't know if that kind of quarterback will fit in the NFL. A couple years later, he's a top quarterback in the NFL. Um, I feel like if he if this if Brian DeBall can do what he did with Josh Allen with what he did to to Daniel Jones, I feel like this Giants team can really build around Daniel Jones the way they intended to. Um, now I don't have much to say because he he took the words right out of my mouth, but um, I feel like it's a it's a decent hire. Um, we'll, we'll have to see how the defense plays out though. I feel like the Giants had a had a plan, and I think they're trying to execute it with this hire. But now we will move on to the Bears head coach hire in Matt Eberflus, coach, defensive coordinator. Uh, I think the Bears defense has got a lot worse over the years than it was in about 2018. Because they've lost key pieces due to them getting old or just free agency trading. Um, but I don't think you hire a defensive coordinator. I think you build around Justin Fields that he drafted last year. You look in the pocket when he's not getting ran at because Jason Peters is breaking a leg on the side or something like that. You know, like this 40-year-old man trying to block for me, he's not doing anything. Um... That O line, you gotta get somebody. Uh, you saw what what Justin Fields could do when he had three seconds, like during the preseason, and against the Lions and a lot in that Lions game at Soldier Field. Uh, so I think you get an OC here, but I mean it's not the worst thing you could do. But, I feel like I'm the uh, the biggest Justin Field advocate. With me, uh, when people started saying. Zach Wilson was number two in that class. I was just like, no. I hold. I still believe there was one A, one B with him and Lawrence. Um, with Lawrence being one A, obviously. But once again, you took the words right out of my mouth. I feel like they build around him. Um, I don't see a future on Allen Robinson coming back. So I feel like you move Darnell Mooney to that number one receiver spot. We see what he what he can do. I feel like he can do it. Um, you you build a, you get the offensive line like you said your offensive line is getting old um, I feel like Justin Field has the arm and the legs to do it so I feel like it would have been if they were going to hire a head coach and not an OC it, was, it, it would have been better hiring like an offensive mind or something but as we see the cars didn't fall that way so um, I feel like this they could have done better with this hire but I don't know. 
I don't know. A lot of a lot of these hirings, it's just time will tell with this one. Hopefully, I wish the best for Je- uh, Justin Fields. A lot of these QBs are these rookie QBs are in the same situation, other than like Mac Jones. Cause you got Davis Mills, who's with the Texans. We obviously know what's going on there. Zach Wilson with the Jets. Justin Fields, obviously, and Trevor Lawrence. It's just some of these rookie QBs weren't put in a prime situation. And now they're lo- looking like they're somewhat bust. But in my opinion, they they just haven't been put in the right environment for their development. but You can see all these quarterbacks are just super talented. A lot of people, I think Davis Mills was a second or third rounder. He He's played pretty good. He played very good. When a former five-star, actually. Had to, so. had to step up from Stanford. People were looking at it. Stanford, not really a quarterback school, um, but I feel like he stepped up big time. You know, they didn't make the playoffs, but he played very good when he was in. But this this coaching carousel is crazy. And on to the last one. We have the Denver Broncos, who just fired Vic Fangio, hiring Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. This one, I think they just said, all right, I'm going to go to Lambeau. I'm going to go talk to every coach. And I'm going to see who the best one is and who Rodgers is compatible with. Um, I think they really just want Rodgers. Yeah, I feel like as a whole, this is just a brand-new Broncos team. They sold the team uh, earlier, like a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. A new head coach. I don't know about their coordinators and, you know, specific position coaches. But it's just I think this is about to be a new start for the Broncos. Another team who went to the Super Bowl and fell off the face of the earth, really. Um, yeah, I feel like they're trying to make a push for for Rodgers, who just won the MVP. Uh, I don't know how this is going to play out. Obviously, if they don't get Rodgers, I don't think it's going to play out how they want it. But um, I feel like the Broncos can do a lot. You got Corlin Sutton. You got a young, a good receiving core. Jerry, Judy, Corlin's son, they just have to stay healthy. Um, one of them's always getting injured, if not both. But I feel like I feel like this team could do a lot if they were put in the right situation with a good quarterback. I feel like Drew Locke isn't – he's had too many chances. Teddy Bridgewater isn't your quarterback of the future either. So I think you try and – you try and draft quarterback if you can, move up if you can, but – there's not really much you can do right now. That's pretty much it. I'm surprised Eric B. Enemy, uh, Chiefs offensive coordinator, didn't didn't get uh, signed anywhere. That's, that was kind of everybody was um, expecting him to get signed as a head coach for like the Panthers or something, but he just didn't go nowhere. But I'm gonna move on to our picks. For the Super Bowl coming up and what each team needs to do to win. So, I'm going to let Thomas go first. Who is your pick for the Super Bowl? All right. I'm going I'm going Bengals. I'm going uh, Bengals. Here's I have a prediction. I'm going to say 36-29 Bengals. I think Joe Burrow stepped up. Uh... Put in a really bad situation last year. 
especially with that O-line. They went ahead and helped it out a little bit. Uh, not much, but enough for him to not go down every single play. Uh, I think they're just the better team, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Rams. Either. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to have to go Bengals. I um, feel like we've seen situations where they weren't really supposed to win. In the case of sweeping the Chiefs this year, I feel like people thought, oh, the Chiefs is a different team in the playoffs. Well, I guess so is the Bengals. So uh, I feel like they can step up. Um, Jamar Chase and um, Jalen Ramsey, that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. But I feel like every other receiver is really a mismatch. Uh, Darius Williams being a mismatch on T. Higgins. T. Higgins being 6'2", six, 6'3", six, six, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just a big receiver. And Darius Williams is a small cornerback. I thought he was a receiver that got moved to cornerback at first with how small he was. But I feel like if they can expose that, I feel like they can have something. And obviously you got Joe Mixon in the backfield who you can't forget about. But, uh, but it's going to be a hard-fought battle because obviously there's some concerns with the Bengals' offensive line and being able to hold up against this uh, the Rams' defensive line, who's a beast. One of the best in the league, so um, I feel like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I have I have the Bengals getting a slight edge on the Rams. Yeah. So we're gonna now for the next and last topic of today's episode, we're gonna talk about free agency and the the, the pending sorry pending free agents of this this coming up off season. So first off, we have Vaughn Miller, obviously um, linebacker uh, for the uh, Rams. Yeah, um, Vaughn Miller. That nineteen million is a lot for a 30, 33 year old. Uh, I think for some teams, it's really worth it. Uh, I don't really know where he's gonna go. I've thought about this. I don't know. He's still a beast, so there's some teams that don't, will pay that contract. So So do you think he's going to stay or leave? I think he's going to leave. I don't know where, but he will leave. I feel like he's going to stay. Uh, you know, they traded for him midseason, like right before the trade deadline. Uh, he, In the limited time he's had, he's played magnificent across from Aaron Donald. He's showing no signs of slowing down. Uh, I feel like at least two more years on a contract, two-year extension. Maybe the same amount of money, I don't know. Uh, I just I just don't feel like, as a Rams team, coming off this season, I don't feel like this is a player you should really get rid of yeah. after one season. So I feel like they're going to sign him back. I have seen some things about him maybe going back to the Broncos. That's really what they've been missing besides quarterback. So we'll see. Um, moving on to the next one. We have Allen Robinson, receiver for the uh, Chicago Bears. I feel like this is a this is a free agent that's gonna leave. I feel like the Bears are gonna look at it. He he didn't play this year that much. I don't think. Um, you got Darnell Mooney across from him. Allen Robinson Robinson is twenty eight. Um, I feel like you let him go. Put uh, let Darnell Mooney go up. You know we have this is a deep wide receiver class this year, deepest in a couple years. 
Um, I feel like you you use some of those picks for a receiver. Um, and just, I feel like you're going to have to help Justin Fields as much as you can. And I feel like this is one way you can by getting rid of Allen Robinson, who's really just taking up space at this point. Um, I feel like that's that's how I feel in the situation. So I feel like he's going to leave so they can, you know, develop Darnell Mooney more. Yeah, I don't believe they do have a first-round pick. So, um, kind of like the Texans last year. Uh, they're going to have to move up because it's not going to work out if they don't re-sign Allen Robinson, which I don't think they should. That's a really high contract for a player that isn't that good anymore. Made $17 million last year. Just kind of being there. It's, it's really not even being there, just being hurt and just not even doing anything. We thought he was going to leave two three years ago, but they keep on it franchise was, tagging him. It's the same thing every year. Allen Robinson is leaving. No franchise tag. Allen Robinson, no franchise tag. So I feel like this is finally the year where he's goodbye, Chicago. There's probably some teams willing to, you know, pull the trigger on him, but I don't know what teams really are wide receiver needy right now Maybe at the he moment. Maybe goes back to Jacksonville. Who knows? We'll see. They have a lot of, a lot have, of money to spend. Yeah, and they have a, um, a for the number one of our picks. So. Uh, the, next, uh, the next one is Chandler Jones, linebacker for Arizona. I feel like this is another one that, that stays. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. I feel like he's important to that. Um, he's really the cornerstone of that uh, Cardinals pass rush. Um, I feel like you don't let him just walk. You try and do the best you can, and if it's not, if this is too much, not enough for him, and too much for you, that's when you let him walk. But I feel like if y'all can come to terms with it, y'all just y'all keep him for a couple years. You know, he's thirty-one. He's not that old, but he's getting there, so I feel like same situation with Von Miller, two to three year extension, and then maybe in the future trade him, but who knows. Maybe, shoot, he might as, I feel like they could let him walk, but I feel like it would hurt them in the long run. But they have Zayvon Collins, rookie linebacker, but he didn't play that much this year that I can see he didn't make much of an impact as the rest of this rookie class did, so... Um, yeah, I think he's staying. It just makes sense. He's a veteran. He's been there a long time. He was in New England before, but they didn't resign him. The Cardinals will resign him, I think. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the to, in my opinion, one of the biggest names on this free agent in this free agent class, Chris Godwin, receiver for the Bucks, twenty five. Uh, number one receiver on the team, in my opinion. Um, I feel like I feel like I've heard rumors uh, saying he's going to the Eagles, maybe the Packers even. But I feel like they he stays. You know, they drafted Kyle Trask in the fifth, fourth round. Um, I feel like they're gonna try and see what he has in store for that team. So I feel like they're gonna they're gonna keep him. They're gonna keep Mike Evans, obviously. Um, they have other young receivers like Jalen Darden. Uh, I feel like he's going to stay. I feel like he's going to get a big contract. 
in the coming the coming months of free agency. So I hope you're right because I do not want to see him in the NFC East. Uh, it makes sense for him to go to Philly. Uh, he went to Penn State. Uh, I would hate to see him in the NFC East, to be honest, torching my team's defensive backs. So, I think you're right. I think he'll resign. You know, um, previously played for the Broncos, got a Super Bowl. Did he get No, he didn't play for the Broncos. No. No, I got that mixed up with uh, Shaq Barrett. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to stay maybe he's 25, four-year extension maybe. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt like he did this year. But, you know, with Tom Brady retiring, you got to start looking at uh, to build around a new quarterback. You know, I feel like that's what they're going to look to do. Um, moving on, we got Nate Solder tackle for New York. I don't no, I don't I don't think that's a good I don't think you keep a 33-year-old 3-year-old tackle when you're trying to build around Daniel Jones. I just feel like that's not the right move. I don't know if you've if you watched any of the Giants games. Uh 15.5 million is a lot for a guy that can't block. Uh, he was really good on the Patriots a few years ago in the Super Bowl run, and when he came to the Giants, he was good for like a year. But he's not that good anymore. They kind of they moved him to guard at one point, and then he still wasn't playing very good. So fifteen point five is a lot to ask. Uh, I think he'll walk. Well, like I think I think they'll let him walk in that, in this case. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to another big name on this on this uh, list, we got Devontae Adams. In my opinion, I don't know what to say about this one. I feel like it's gonna come down to uh, it's gonna come down to what what Aaron Rodgers does. If he leaves, we might see him leave. If he stays, we might see him stay. So I feel like if you can try and make a deal with him like ASAP, like right now, he's twenty nine. Uh, he hasn't have had a Super Bowl. I don't think. Um, you know, I feel like he's disappointed, kind of frustrated with how these past couple seasons have went with the Packers being the number one seed multiple times and then getting uh, kind of kind of disappointed in later rounds, like like the NFC Championship, which is an ongoing joke with the Packers. But um, I feel like he stays, in my opinion. Uh, honestly, it's... I think it comes down to A-Rod, too. Aaron Rodgers, go, if he stays, I think Adam stays. If Rodgers leaves, I think he's going to Las Vegas, to be honest. Uh, it just makes sense. Him and Derek Carr played together at Fresno State, so. The chemistry's there. Yeah, and they're like best friends. So. To this day in the NFL on different teams. Uh, moving on to the next name, we have Tyran Matthew. Free safety for the Chiefs. We all know who this is. Um, I feel like he stays. That's just that's a no brainer. That's just he's like the number one safety on the team. I feel like he should be your number one focus to keep him. You know they. I feel like in coming years the cap space is about to get kind of shaky. So I feel like you go ahead and resign Matthew right now, and then. You don't have a bad. You obviously don't have a bad team, so you don't gotta make. 
you don't have to go into free agency hoping you have enough cap space to make that big big name signing like for Trent Williams or something like that. But um that's I feel like he stays. Yeah. He needs to he needs to start playing as good as he was in the past few years cuz in the playoffs we said uh that one safety I forgot his name. Yeah, you know, Sorensen was getting torched. Matthew is starting to get torched too. Uh needs to play good so he can get his money out. But he'll most likely stay, I believe. Next on the list is in my opinion a very important free agency decision here. <clears throat> Cam Robinson tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel like he stays just for the simple fact you want linemen around Trevor Lawrence to give him time because that's obviously what he didn't have this year. Um, he's twenty. What does it say? He's twenty-six. He made thirteen point seven mil last year. So I feel like, I feel like, you give him the the same amount of money, if not more. Uh, I feel like you you just do whatever, you, not whatever you can, but do at least enough to try and get him back. Um, it's kind of shaky to start off his career, but ever since then he's been playing pretty good. Um, I think he resigned him here. It's pretty, pretty simple. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next one, we have Stephon Gilmore, cornerback for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I feel like they have a great, a great cornerback room. J.C. Horn, who's com- who's coming back next year, foot injury this year, put him out for the season. Uh, he only allowed one catch, and I think it was mm, – I can't remember the stat right now, but it was a a good stat in, through the first eight games that he did. No, first – he only played like four games. Through the first four games he did play. Um, I feel like – but that's a veteran presence you need. I feel like Dante Jackson – I feel like they could let him walk, maybe. Because there's some instances where he plays good, and then there's others where he's where we're in man and he gets torched. And then he's a good zone corner. He's very fast, but I feel like in man, he lacks a little bit. So I feel like you get Stephon. You re-sign him. He's 31, so he's not that old. You can re-sign him. You know, you got C.J. Henderson in a trade deal this year. Uh, we've seen a lot of rookies, uh, late-round rookies, actually, uh, Keith Taylor Jr. stepped up big. Uh, I know he's a safety, but Sam Franklin stepped up. Uh, we have a it's a it's a young team, uh, but I feel like that's a that's a person you keep one of the best players on that defense, if not the whole team. So I feel like you keep him. I think it's pretty simple, uh, self-explanatory as well. He's still locked down. He's thirty-one. Bill Belichick never wants to re-sign anybody. It's not like spending money. So he did once though with the free agency like uh, this last year. He did spend some money, which surprised a lot of people. But it surprised me as well. But yeah, so I feel like that one was pretty easy. I think the Panthers have a bright future if they if they can get a quarterback. their situation right. Moving on to the. Second to last free agent. No, third to last, third to last. 
We have Marcus Williams, free free safety for the Saints. I've heard a lot about him leaving. Um, they don't have much money. Kind of just have to see what they're going to do. Maybe uh, organize a few contracts. Best people see what Yeah. If y'all didn't know, he's the one infamous for the... Uh, Minneapolis miracle, <laughs> um, but I feel yeah. like after that he stepped up big time. Yeah, he was but a rookie f- that year. So. I feel like um, he's a. I don't. I don't really know any other safeties they have other than him. So I feel like. Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, they. I think. I think so, but he's kind of old. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Williams, twenty only twenty five, made ten mil last year. Yeah, I feel like you try if you can. You know their situation is horrible. You try and, you know, restructure some things and maybe release some people who, who aren't really contributing to the team like you thought they would and then try and get Marcus Williams back. But other than that, that's kind of a, that's kind of a tricky situation for New Orleans. Uh, moving on to another free safety, we have Marcus May. This one, I think he's leaving. The Jets, they franchise tagged him this year. He played and then didn't play after that. I feel like they I feel like he's gonna walk on his own. They don't even have to let him walk. Yeah, he did uh request a trade at the start of the season. They didn't let him go. We thought he would leave last year. Franchise tagged him. Uh, yeah, I think it's self explanatory as well. I think he wants out, he's leaving, and yeah. he's gonna get his what he wants. I think they're in my mock draft they have uh they draft that Kyle safety. Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame anyway, so yeah, I feel like this one was kinda easy. And I feel like it should be an easy decision for the Jets. You're just wasting cap space on a guy who is not even playing. And uh, it's kinda crazy. And for the last free agent we have another Panthers player actually, linebacker Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick. I love him. He's a beast. When he was on the Cardinals, everybody was down though. He had he had a good year though in his last year before he left. Uh when it, I don't think I don't wanna say somewhere close to twenty sacks maybe. Yeah, uh, regardless, great season before he left. He's twenty seven. Uh when he signed with the Panthers. I love I love that signing. With the Panthers being my favorite team. I feel like that's just something we needed. You know, we got Yatermos Grotto Gross Matos and and Brian Burns and you got uh, Derek Brown up the middle. I feel like and if you keep Frankie Louvu on the other side, I feel like we saw nope I don't think anyone expected what, what Frankie Louvu did this year. He played a big part in this Panthers defense. Um I feel like you keep them, you can have an an elite pass rush. And I feel like they already do. They can just make it better at this point by keeping Hassan Reddick for the long term. You know, they got him on a cheap deal last year, only six mil. Uh, I feel like I feel like you can you can keep Hassan Reddick. Um you have the cap space for it, but if it came down to it, I've seen a lot of people saying, Well what if you can only sign one night? Like you couldn't sign Stefan Gilmore and Hassan Reddick. Me personally, I'm going Hassan Reddick. Um uh, you know, like I said, stated earlier they already have a deep corner room, so I feel like losing 
losing Stefan Gilmore wouldn't be that big of a problem, but it, it would be a problem, but not that big, if you get what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I think I think you keep him. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. Houston is a Panthers fan. Watching that game, wow. How is Hassan Reddick in the backfield every play before I can even like watch the TV? Um, Think of it not, he hit a swim move and he's already back there. I was like, how is a $6 million player in the backfield that every was, single play? That was a very cheap. Line? That was a. I gotta give y'all that. That was a steal. That was a steal. I don't think anyone expected that. That's ridiculous. Um, I, he's a beast. Just, he's one of the best 3-4 um, edges there is in the game right now, in my opinion. I think he was top top ten in the league in sacks. I feel like that that can be an elite pass rush duo in the coming years, Brian Burns and um and Hassan Reddick. But if we let him go, I'm gonna be utterly hurt. Um, I don't think I can say the same about Stephon Gilmore. I feel like they're gonna keep him just because he's from Rock Hill, South Carolina. But you know, if we let him go, it's gonna hurt. Uh, the last free agent we really talk, had to talk about today, that was really the last big-name free agent on this list. But, um, yeah, that's that's the end of, of this episode of Gridiron Elite. Uh, we'll see y'all next time, next week. Um, it's going to be an interesting Super Bowl. Stay watching the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if you watched the uh, NFL honors last night. But, uh, you know, a lot of obvious choices for these awards. Uh, Cooper Cup, OPOY, TJ Watt, you know, tying the sack record, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback, Joe Burrow, Offensive Rookie, Jamar Chase, Defensive Rookie, Michael Parsons, which is, which you told me before we started recording, the only unanimous Defensive Rookie ever um, which is crazy um, I think and that's that's really it Aaron Rodgers winning MVP back to back years and, um, yeah that's that's about it that recap that's the end of this episode uh, we'll see y'all next week we have fun 